Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Lord, all night Sunday, I thought it would be a good idea for you to go last at Rocket Shop for a couple reasons. One, can I take a guess at what they are? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> this is this is how we'll start. I I would like you to start going up last at our at our home base venue in town instead mm -hmm. of me. Uh, I'd like you to go up after me and close out the show for a couple reasons. And now Landon <laughs> Landon Webb climbing into hello, hello. my head, and you can even. You can even do an insulting impression of me if you'd like, or you don't have to, however you want to do it. Um, um, you can guess why I, why I think it would be a good idea. Uh, well, yeah, there's no way I'm going to be able to do an impression okay. of me. Okay. <laughs> but um, I think one of the, maybe one of the main reasons is, or are, see, now I'm on the spot. <laughs> yeah. But... I think one of them might be to give more time to like look in the room and actually be a be observant in the room and work off of stuff that's happening in the room maybe. Mm -hmm. And another one might be You know, I had I had I had a list of reasons, and now I'm blanking. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel, you know you know you this lost your you know check your set like? list if you need to. <laughs> uh, this feels like I had a had a had my first joke, and then it fell flat, and yeah. I completely blanked on the rest of my set. No, list. you're you're already off to a good start. You're but off it, and rolling. But it was along it was along the lines of just kind of working on maybe more observational stuff, especially with me hosting, and to kind of give a different mix. And by that point in the night, based on other stuff, because some of the material that I've been trying to work has been a little bit more long, longhand story type material to where they have to be along for the ride. Yep. And with one of those things going up in the middle, it can go either way. They could be wanting the rock'em sock'em quick shit, or they could be willing to go along for the ride up front. It's they want the more maybe not want, but is more necessary of the rock'em sock'em stuff. Right. To, to get them going and following you you're more along the lines of a storyteller long drawn out um with uh, type comic or at least you have that but you know that you have that in your wheelhouse definitely yeah. and maybe following you would allow me to maybe work some of that mm -hmm. along those lines just yeah so. you basically nailed it so the the one thing we talked about in your podcast last is by going up first you're mm -hmm. you're struggling to get the crowd buy-in it takes to do to dive more in, into your bits yeah to get more out of it and and dive deeper than you get a chance to sometimes mm -hmm. so when you go up last especially at rocket shop there's no there's not the same time constraint of i've mm -hmm. got to do five minutes and zero seconds otherwise i'm taking time away from someone else yeah there's no one else after you mm -hmm. everyone wants to show the end on a laugh so if it takes seven minutes to get to that laugh that's fine yeah if it happens in five minutes great if it takes six and a half who cares mm -hmm. there's no one else you got to worry about so you could play around a little bit more on stage yeah uh you have more that's gone on during the night that you can get into it mm-hmm you can actually you can play around with what other people have said and then transition into your stuff more yeah. and like you said um you're going to be you're it makes it makes you uneasy to go up after yeah. me for whatever reason so that unease will serve you well in the long run anyway when you it's like you're going up in the you're going up in a spot where where nobody w wants to go 
when yeah. it's when it's time to do it. Yeah, and and I think that was part of why originally I even got into going up going first. first yeah, just because it's not it's not a fun spot. Like we like we had a name for the spot because of the person that would always go up first. Yep, and and it. Uh, why, why, I don't I don't understand why the end spot though is so. It, I think it's just the rocket shop one where the end spot is, and I like with how, following you. And I think that that has to do just because I'm sure that you might be wondering why, uh, like why I'm, why I'm feeling kind of uneasy following you. Mm-hmm. But you probably I think you have an idea. It's at least for me, it's the fact that you're very consistent in terms of um, the quality of your material and. Uh, you, you just your your act is fucking. It's but good. that's why and I say now I'm done. Let me that's why. I say, yeah, 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 yeah. Let, yeah, let yeah. I'm, not, my, I'm gonna stop you. Let me that's wipe why my I say, lip first. <laughs> once a month, just once a month. Yeah. Once I just did the I just did the you hands, <laughs> I do which is kind of it's kind of the me hands and kind of the you hands. Once once a month. So once yeah. you know, once a month go in the first three or four spots. Once a month go in the middle. Once a month go towards the end. So you mm-hmm. get the full scope of it, and then yeah, go up and do six, seven minutes and dive a little deeper into it and see what comes out. And the crowd will be there and ready to listen. And I think it'll work out well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you're, <laughs> you're staring in the distance pens- uh, pensively. You know what it is? Because I'm not like I feel like I'm. Like I'm not good on I'm not good on podcasts because I'm trying not to because I I especially on Eddie's podcast I've railroaded their podcast. What do you mean? <laughs> just because I'm so used to being the host. Be you. Like, I know, but I just took over like with Eddie's. It was like almost disrespectful how I kind of like boxed his wife out. We were playing, <laughs> we were playing like pretty much podcast basketball. You, two, you and I straight boxed his wife out. <laughs> you two are basically married to each other, though. We really are. You whisper uh, sweet nothings out in the parking lot outside of our shows. Yeah, you guys have a good relationship going. Yep. On. So I get that, dude. You know what? One of my the fucking. Because this is the this is the bomb diaries and it is, and I, that's why I'm doing. By the I'm way, bombing on this podcast for this reason because to live up to the name of the bomb diaries, you're we not, have to have a bomb. You're podcast. doing great. <laughs> My guest today is the very neurotic, just like me, <laughs> Landon Webb. Landon is the host founder of the Oh Yeah Bub podcast that you can listen to on on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everything, YouTube, everything. Oh yeah, bub. That's how he starts. That's how. That's actually not how every podcast. Every podcast starts with his uncle going, "Hey, everybody, <laughs> guess right. how two lesbians make a baby." And that's yep. So you can hear that. Oh yeah, bub podcast. Very fun podcast. Very successful. He's also the host of the Tuesday new open mic at Jerry's Pizza downtown, the downtown which I hate. I hate downtown, I and I so hate all of you fucks that frequent down. I've never hated a location more in my entire life than I hate downtown Bakersfield, and I feel like all the people who frequent it can tell, uh, but Landon's running a good open mic at Jerry's Pizza downtown. Dude, I don't even like downtown either, to be yeah, honest with you. They're I- just slimes. Just slimes of people. <laughs> just you fucking flannel-wearing, greasy-headed, just trying too hard to look lazy, bum, sly. I hate all of you. 
Thanks for coming to our shows, though. <laughs> yep. please, please come out to our open mics. <laughs> I really do. I hate downtown. I don't like the vibe at Sandrini's. I don't like the vibe on the corners. I don't like the vibe when I'd go to Syndicate and standing down, outside. Down, downtown, like, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but downtown, like, I was in, at a jujitsu class. Shout out to, uh, you know, I'm not going to say their name because the story's not, it's not exactly the best one, but they did actually, you know, they did a really good job of, of handling it over at Camarillo Jiu-Jitsu. Out there, we were in the middle of a class. It was in the middle of the summer. All the doors were open. Mm-hmm. This lady, she came ran, running into the parking lot, and she was maybe more on the homeless end or you know, okay. along those lines. She was weathered. She, mm-hmm. she, she'd had a rough life and stuff like that. And she runs in, and we're, like, looking out in the middle of our, our rolling session, and we just see her, like, frantically hiding behind cars. And there's some dude chasing her. Some oh, like, Jesus. big dude chasing her downtown. Yeah. And so all the guys, you know, I'm going to be honest, I'm not the one to run head first into danger. <laughs> so I kind of was maybe middle of the pack. <laughs> middle of the pack. I'm not going to. You, sh- you were the guy going, <laughs> yeah, get him. Hey, I will. You better knock it off. <laughs> hey, I'll hype man the fuck out of you. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not. Because, I mean, I don't know. I, there's the guns, knives. I don't know what I'm going to. First off, I got to be able to get to him before without getting stabbed or shot. Right. If I'm going to do, you know, a rear naked choke or any type of grappling, I don't have a knife. I don't have a gun on me. All I have is a gi. And actually, it was a no gi class that I had. So I got a rash guard. Yeah. Which, so there's. They'll choke no, you out in spandex, bitch. Yeah. I'll, I'll get you in a triangle and make you. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. It's my specialty. But. but yeah, that's there's always some kind of craziness going on. And like. When I, I'll give you an example. Sandrini's. Anytime mm-hmm. I've gone there, there's a band playing and it's loud as shit and I'm old as shit so that I'm already out. Uh, the, the place is separate. And by the way, there might be 250 people in the bar and it's all the same guy. You're, it's the same guy 250 times and fuck you with your cool trendy mustache and your fucking broody look on your face Get away from me. Yeah. I haven't gone there in two years. I don't, I, I've got no urge to go, but sometimes comedy brings me downtown and I feel like the audience. <laughs> You're welcome. I feel like the <laughs> I feel like when I do comedy downtown, the audience can tell. You're just, you're there because you have to, not I've, because you want to. I feel like they know that I have a, a love-hate relationship and the love slice of that pie is very thin. Um, you know, one one thing that downtown does have, though, it's great food. There are some spots Nood- downtown. Noodle bar is the shit. I've never been to Noodle Bar. Noodle Bar is fantastic. Is, it, is that like a, a faux place or like a ramen or what, what do they got going on there? Uh, I, they have they have uh, like pad thai and all that. Okay, stuff. Okay, so so it's Oriental, not like yeah, Italian yeah. noodles. No, no, not not yeah. Okay, dude. One of my favorites down there is Tina Marie. You ever been there? No, dude. Back when I was like a major fat fuck, that you know those big diner tables, uh, not tables, but the plates, the oval ones. Sure, the, the the biggest ones you can get that you can go, classic diner. Yeah, bullshit. I got you. So two of those. One of them is a country fried steak that holds the entire hell yeah. Now we're everything. Talking. Yeah, and then the other one is half scrambled eggs with cheese, half hash browns. So they lay it on you. They lay it on you. There it's, are some cool things downtown, mm-hmm. like Tiki Co. I don't know if you ever been there. That's I've a never real even cool heard of spot. It. It's in a it's in a like a back alley off. It's just off Chester, but that's it's a real cool spot mm-hmm. to go. Like there are a few cool spots. It's just the it's the people that tend to go. Yeah, that's and not all of them. Ninety percent, most of them. Ninety <laughs> percent. Yeah, <laughs> just a lot. Just a if there were one in a hundred, it would be a lot. But if there's twelve in a hundred, I hate my life around them. At twelve in a hundred's even a low end. You could throw a rock. And it's probably forty five out of a hundred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just not. 
it's just not my scene. But anyway, the Jerry's Pizza open mic is going very well. Last night, you guys had about 60 people in that room. It was, it was, it was, I was, I was happy with it. It was a little bit of a... They're still learning to be a comedy crowd. It really is. And also, I think everybody there is learning to be associated with comedy from the top down. Everyone that's not a comic... Is 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 learning how the open mic because a music open mic and a comedy open mic they're two different things. Yep. You don't have to pay attention. You can be loud. You don't got any of that stuff. But with comedy, even if this person's you know being loud, like do you do you still that stuff travels. Right. Well, and especially a, a, a crowd that's used to music mm-hmm. and a downtown Bakersfield crowd that's used to music that doesn't have social graces. They want to go down to the comedy show and talk to their friend. Yeah. So the comedy show is down in the basement, and they come down, and they just talk to their friends the whole time. Meanwhile, there is a completely empty bar upstairs that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine for that. But that's not... That's not draws, cool, nothing, man. Nothing, nothing draws a crowd like a crowd. No you got to be where the th- crowd's that's, at. <laughs> no one sees my new fucking mustache either if I don't come <laughs> downstairs. I got this new drab, ratty T-shirt that I want people to think I don't care about. Ugh. How do you, how do you feel like from performing up top, performing downstairs? I like performing downstairs because there are no just like w- no one's wandering. Mm-hmm. If you come down, you know you're coming. Well, I I don't know. You, you know you're coming down at least to you're going <laughs> to come down and sit and microphone. watch the show. Yeah, yeah it's not going to be a random like someone some guy screaming talking to himself on the street corner is going to come yeah. in. I feel I feel like I feel like the people that were uh, that were in the actual area where you were supposed to be seated and everything they were great. They were in there, but it was kind of like more towards the bar area where right. it was. I mean, they're they're a little bit more removed and they don't. It's just yeah. I don't know. We'll figure something out. We had we had we got some stuff there that we got to iron out yeah. eventually. The people in the the people in the actual crowd section were great. The people at the bar, it's it's just going to take some time. And yeah. then the people in the way back that stole my jacket. If you're listening, die tonight. Die right now. Yeah. They, however, however you'd like, please die immediately. <laughs> so that, this, um, this is going to be a long shot. There were cameras and stuff, so we'll see. <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a forensics team searching for your Columbia jacket. I would do some crazy shit like that. So Landon, host of a great podcast, host of a, a great new open mic that, that's got some promise to it. Uh, and you're only about eight months into comedy now, too. Yeah, April April will be, be the one year. And you started at Tembler Brewing Company? That no. I, well, yes and no. It's a mixture. You started coming to Tembler. Started coming to Tembler, and it was a quick one-two. It was a quick... Like I, I sat on wanting. I sat on wanting to do comedy for about I'd say a year and a half. Yep. And from there, I'd, you know, I'd look up the stuff, be like, oh, that'd be cool, maybe you know. And then I walked into Tembler because I finally, I think I talked to Eddie about this, but it was it was a real quick chain of events that caused me to actually get into comedy. You know, kind of life falling apart, but not really type stuff. You okay. Know? No, nothing like super serious, but. I was dating this girl, uh, party oh popper. Yeah, I was dating party popper. She was three hours down south. Yeah, she was. <laughs> and uh, down in like Corona area. I don't know if you know the area. Not not so much, but I like get Riverside it. Riverside adjacent. I picture here, much. but three hours away. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, sounds good. Um, so down there, she's going to work at night. 
end up driving over to my uncle's, uh, my buddy's uncle who lives over there to in, go hang out with him. And he's got horses just to go hang out and see the dogs and everything. In Coronado. Uh, uh, Corona and or, Norco, which okay. is just northern Corona, but they call it Norco. Okay. It's actually called Horsetown, USA. Instead of sidewalks, they have horse trails and, okay. and, it's, and yeehaw. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm heading over there. I'm driving down to the, like a one lane that turns into a two lane. And this lady, she pulls out of a Target parking center, and I just T-boned the shit out of her mm-hmm. because she didn't check anything. And So anyways, from that, ended up being stranded down there. Uh, the girl I'm talking to, she gets off work. She says she's going to give me a ride back home three hours away because it was also Easter and everything. Right. She ends up just falling asleep and leaving me hanging <laughs> for the whole... You're on your for own. The whole, I'm on my own. Okay. So I call my mom. She ends up driving down, picking me up, and... Needless to say, the girl and I stopped talking because she was pissed that that I just took off and didn't even say anything. Okay. So that happened. I don't have a car. I have to get another truck payment after I just paid off this truck. Uh, just got just getting laid off from my other job, and I just end up. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the trigger on this. Yeah. Just just go and do it. And so I went talked to you on Wednesday, which I thought you were gonna be Dan. Because of the <laughs> because uh, because the one night yeah Dan was on a show one night and for whatever reason they bought a photographer that night so they took a picture of Dan and the former I'll t- I'll tell you a little inside baseball the former uh, like social media ish like the former event manager of Tembler didn't like me at all like hated really me. yeah so yeah. made the open mic event with Dan's face on it. <laughs> just to spite you J- yep <laughs> just to spite me but it's a it's a decent flyer and i don't care so i just no. kept i just kept using it i was like i'm not going to take the time to change it and i'm certainly not going to give her the gratification of telling her that it that it annoyed me so i just let it go uh and and use the ad from that point forward but that means for the last two and a half years uh, it's and by the way i hate to say it because i know i'm going to make you all anxious but please don't write on my couch with yeah. that with that red pen i please don't okay <laughs> yeah you're getting close with the tip of, you're getting close with the tip of the goddamn pen that's a red pen that's an omega miss couch that thing was at least 250 dollars three years ago i can't afford to lose it. <laughs> you can't see it listening but he's waving this pen around a white couch just taunting me he has got no idea but i'm just watching this thing like oh my god it's gonna happen I'm the first asshole to do that. <laughs> By the way, I've listened to all of the podcasts. You've never once gotten on this. Never gotten close. Um, uh, so yeah, Dan. So you thought you were going to see this this pasty white Chicago yeah. dude? <laughs> you know, you know what, you know what we should do. Mm. You know how Dan he's got his fucking face. I'm gonna take. I'm taking him off the Templar run because I I told him this already. I told him when he started hosting Rocket Shop. I said if you put your face on the Rocket Shop invite. I'm going to take your face off of the Tembler one. And he wrote back, why? That's not fair. I said, you should have never been on the Tembler one. He <laughs> really the... said that's not fair? Yeah, he's like, what's, <laughs> the, what's wrong with being on? So I love for, Dan, for the longest he's time, such a, I love him, but he's such a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> for the longest time, he wasn't on the Rocket Chop one. And then his buddy created a flyer that made him, the, the astronaut, his face yeah. on the Rocket Chop one. So he's coming off of Tembler's as soon as I have a half an hour of time to dedicate to I'll it. I'll do it for you. 
Deal. I'll do it for you, and I'll Photoshop your face into his astronaut. Deal. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be... Oh, we should do that, and then I'll just I'll upload... Like, I'll just upload my own rocket shop event yep. with my... Yeah, yep. it's perfect. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll edit this out. Perfect crime. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the perfect. He doesn't listen to this shit. He, no, not he... No. If he's not on it, he doesn't I'll listen to it. I'll put him on it. He'll listen to that one, and that's it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. What were you saying? Oh, you came down to the Tembler. Came, came to the Tembler and ended up talking to you. You're very, very cool. And then Dan's asshole self shows up and he says, to be honest, I don't even know if this actually happened when, if it was him. Or it, it happened. I don't know, but I don't know if it was him. I know that it was somebody. I know it was him. Was it? <laughs> no, it, I don't know. But he, somebody came up to me and we'll just say it's Dan because we both agreed that it's Dan. And he said that, um, that, hey, just so you know, he might call you up, you know. He might call you up even if you're not on the list. So that whole night, that my whole be. night's fucked. I'm sitting there like a dog shaking. I actually would say that that's not Dan. That that probably doesn't strike me as something Dan would do. Yeah, um, but but it was. I don't know. He, okay. he he said that it was him. I kind of just agreed with it. I don't oh, know if he said it. I, yeah, well, if, he's, if he's claiming it, <laughs> but, fine. But but I don't I don't know. So but either way, let's just say it was Dan that I was sitting at the table, kind of like close to the comics, and it was like, hey, you know, da 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 because I think that you introduced me to Dan because I was talking to you when he walked in. So you know, it probably was Dan. Mm-hmm. I'm just an asshole, but. So I'm freaking out the whole rest of the night, wondering how how am I going to do this? I don't have anything. Right. Um, what what the like? I even Googled uh, who my, Michael J. Fox is. He the one who's who's the one that the uh, Parkinson's? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> that would be Michael J. Fox. Correct. Okay. Yeah, because I was shaking so bad, I was like, wait, I got to make sure that this is Michael J. I, Fox that's shaking. I need a I need a, <laughs> I need a Michael J. Fox reference in the chamber. <laughs> case of shaking on stage yeah no because i knew that i was going to be and that was going to be my joke and then so i ended up not going up thank you and came back home ended up writing out of five minutes i sat there because i had the podcast studio set up and not launched yet i grabbed one of the microphones from it and i wrote down what i was going to say oh yeah I, i recorded it for two and a half three hours to make sure that i had exactly five minutes nice and just talked it into the corner of my room nice like a psychopath no, I did. I when I first started, I'd record myself and listen back to it, and record and listen and record and listen. I didn't even record and listen. I just recorded it and just. Wait, you just said the same five minutes for two hours like a madman, and t- to make sure that I had it down <laughs> <laughs> and didn't listen. You just, uh, do you have that somewhere? It might have been. I, I don't know if I have that. I think it was on. Remember when I told you I lost all my recordings a while ago? Yeah, I think it was part of those ones. Is I'll it? look back, oh. but. If I have it, because it was just, I just wanted to make sure that I could get to five minutes with what I was saying. Right. Just didn't kind of hit the bullet points, but I just, I kept fucking up, fucking up. And I, so that's how that happened. The next night I go out to Rocket Shop, end up going up, use the Michael J. Fox reference. You did. Because <laughs> I was actually shaking like Probably crushed in the room. <laughs> it probably went really well in the room, I'm guessing. Yeah. Also, too, they're, they're really kind to first timers over, over there at Rocket Shop. And yep. Dan, he was super excited that he was. He pumped you up. Yeah. yeah pump, popping cherries that night. Good so. job. Yeah. But it was a fun night. And and then you were off and rolling, and you've you've come out to just about every mic since, right? You didn't, you didn't do the break of, like, I'll come out every two weeks. And the then, only, I only missed one week, and that's because I had my nose surgery. That's the only week that I've missed. That's right. You've gone every time so it, yep. since then. And that's and why you've been then, such a shining star in the my group. My second week. I and my second week, I had to miss a Tuesday, which was the firehouse one. Mm. So that's what landed me down in Long Beach. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, why don't we'll we can roll into that right now? And yeah. that's one of the one of the best reasons. So this is your 
second week doing comedy? How many weeks are you? Second, uh, technically third, but second because I did, I did the Thursday, and then I'm pretty sure I did Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the next week, and the next, the week after that, I was down in Long Beach. Okay, so for for all intents and purposes, third week, and you've gotten maybe five mics under your belt, and this is the thing that I've noticed with the group. It's funny, when when I first started, you've heard the stories that I've told about martinis, how mm-hmm. crazy that was. And yeah. we were just kind of looking around going, I guess this is how comedy Those is now. Those are dope-ass socks, by the way. Thanks, man. That's See? Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, you're very you're, you're, you're all business right now, but those socks, those little, are... I'm actually jealous. A little party on the ankles there. I'm it's close jealous, to laundry right? day. That's what these ones mean. I'll post a picture of the socks along yeah, with... Those are, I thought about posting you as a go-go boy as part of the Do it side by side. <laughs> I, know you, I know you want me to post the go-go picture more than I want to post it. I, you know, no... Well, I'm surprised that it hasn't been posted more. There's, I know. there's enough people in this circuit. It's, it's in enough people's hands. I'll use it. Yeah, I'll use it for this one if you'd like. Yeah, whatever. Sure. Okay. No, so, no, no. Please don't. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> so when we started, the nights were so crazy, and no one was listening to us at all or trying to kill us. That as soon as we got a break from that, and people were even just you didn't even have to listen. Just be quiet yeah. or listen. What you didn't even have to laugh. I don't give a shit. We were, but now we've got a couple of open mics that are basically shows. Yeah. So when people start in town now, your first five or six open mics, every one of them had at least like 40 audience members at. And this was also too during a time when Rocket Shop and Tembler and even Firehouse on some weeks was jamming. Like, there was a very jamming time for Bakersfield Comedy. I think a couple months in, there was a little bit of a lull, but and other our, than that, it was popping. Our scene is very warm and welcoming to new people, so <laughs> you come off stage and you've got 20 new friends, and you got all, like, you, people are posting inside jokes on your Facebook, and you're mm-hmm. all buddy-buddy, and you, you know, you're meeting new, new fan friends and all that stuff, and so you've done five or six of these, and every time you've gone up, it's been a good, you're nervous, but it's yeah. been a good experience. There's a bunch of people, they're, they know you're new, they're happy to see it, everyone's yep. coming off going, good job. Because that's, that's another thing, too. That I'm promising the- you the world when you get off stage. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing, too, that the host will kind of do, is they'll still be like, hey, so this person's been with us, this is a second, like, you guys will count out a couple times, right? and then after that, it's like, oh, it's been you know, like a week or so, you guys are pretty decent about keeping, like, letting people know and I don't know if that's like like you keep the audience knowing, hey, this person, they're still they're still out the gate a little right. fresh. Right. So be a little easy. Yeah. Don't be dickheads. Give a warm round yeah. of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. So so you've done that, and now you've done five or six of those, and you go, well, I can't go to Firehouse on Tuesday night in Bakersfield, so I'll just go to a local comedy night where I am right now, mm-hmm. which is Long Beach. And But you're like, I'm guessing, I don't know, what's an open mic like? I don't know, like 50 people show up, all the comics love you, it goes <laughs> great, you make a bunch of new friends, yep. maybe get a date out of it. Oh, Who knows? Dude, it was so... Cause, cause, and also too, I, I never actually heard the story from you, so this I, is great. I had a co-worker... Um, he, he's, he's a musician and so he's kind of, he's understand, he understands that open mic scene. And also I had a chance to, I had, I had to pick from three different ones. Okay. There was an open mic that was right by where we were staying, kind of like down, like not downtown Long Beach, but in that area close to where we were working. And then there was another one that was about another two that was about 35 minutes away and they were right next to each other. Yep. And if you got lucky, you could hit one and two and get two mics in. I wanted to do that one because I think that was one. I think Dakota was his name. Dakota Freeman. Okay. 
So he's yeah. the one that you pointed me in the direction to, and he helped me out. Great. So very, very helpful. Yeah, good guy. And he told me about those two and that those ones are usually better. So I, I was like, ah, co-worker, you know, what do you want to do? He was like, eh, you know what? I kind of want to hang out, this, that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, cool. So we'll just, we'll stay here. We'll get a bite to eat and we'll hang out because it didn't start till 11. We got off work at like, oh, three, I mean, not 11. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Not the seven, seven, 11. Okay. So start, didn't start till seven. Um, hung out, got a bite to eat. I'm sitting there going over my, my, my set list, like a madman. Like it was like looking back, I just felt like I was, I was kind of arrogant and not, not arrogant, like super like, Oh, I'm going to kill this shit. But I was like, you know what? I've been doing not necessarily well, but not horrible. I haven't fucked off really bad yet. So worst case scenario, this will be not too bad, but I'll learn from it. I was like, okay, I've been wanting to try out, you know, something. It's all new, but I was wanting to try out something new. Yeah. You know, I had five minutes, and I wanted to add on top of it. Maybe I was like, okay, I, I might be able to do seven minutes, you know, eight minutes, if you know, whatever they'll let us do. Right. So we go talk to the guy that's running it at about 6.30. And he was like, okay, so from, from 7 to 10, it's got to be squeaky clean. Like, and I'm, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'm like I don't. <laughs> like, I've got nothing. For my that. my first joke was about how I was hooking up with the girl, and my nuts ended up on my cousin's dog's nose because wow. he tried to lick her face. Okay. And from that, and then just like along those lines, and how my puppy pit bull was, you know, super playful and aggressive, and how she like I was scared to jerk off with her in the room. So your so your yours is like PG at this point. You needed to be. G- I'm kidding. No. <laughs> so I puts my I puts my pecka. No, that wow, that that was pudding. Yeah, that wow. was, that was good. <laughs> but so I was like, oh shit! So I can't go up until ten. They have a feature act because they ha- they have an actual like band. It was a band open mic and a comedy open mic. There was like three oh, comics. Boy. I watched a comic go up and I just watch him die on stage. Nobody cares. Nobody oh. gives a shit. So a comic goes up and then another comic goes up. All and there's like 50 people in the room. The comet goes up. All 50 people to the stage. When the comet goes up. When the comet goes up. Why? They were all there for him. Oh. They were all there for him. So that's two bad nights. Not only have a comedy slash music mic. I always say there's two kinds of comedy music mics. There's one where the where music dominates and no one gives a shit about the comedy, and then there's ones that musicians don't come out to. Yeah. Because if it's not that way, they're not coming out. Yeah. So you not only have that, but you have one guy that the whole crowd was there for, which mm-hmm. means they're definitely not there to listen to you. They don't give two shits about me. Now, are you, is this past 10 p.m. or is this before? No, this is all before. So he's doing... This is clean. all at 7-ish p.m. Uh, 8 to eight to 9. Cause okay. they, like he, so it was music, music, music. Comet goes up. He bombs. Not, you know, just by... There's there's no winning in that It's room. almost scheduled that way. It's Music, scheduled music, too. music. Comic bombs. <laughs> <laughs> music music and then the other comic goes on before the feature act which the feature act you know it was uh it was this lady and this guy like a guitar and drum and she was singing they actually were very good yeah like you know musically so he goes up everybody in the room pays attention to him he fucking kills it wow. because they're all there for they're him his they're friends, all his yeah. friends and there's no bullshit like 50 of them and so they're all still hanging out there, and they listen to the music act, and they're having a good time. He's king and all this, and I'm like, okay, they they enjoyed, they, you know, they enjoyed 
whatever. I might have a chance. I just gotta, just gotta, you know, try and win them over. And then the, one of the, so I go up there, and the feature act gets done. He says, "Okay, we're gonna let them break down their stuff. Then I'll get you up in about in about ten minutes." Two minutes go by. Hey, I gotta get you on stage. I can't have this much dead this dead air. What and the time sta- is it at this point? It's ten thirty. Okay. They were they were late. So they were late and they ran late. So if you came for the show, it's already been three and a half hours at an open mic. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> so in the stage two, it's I no bullshit, it's probably two feet by four feet. Okay. Like it's barely enough to where two people are sitting up there. She just had a little snare drum. It's a tiny stage. It's my ottoman, basically. It's your ottoman. And it's four, f- two and a half, three feet off the ground. Don't discount my ottoman like that. You can, you could have just told the people it was that high. <laughs> well, you could have told the people I have a better wow. ottoman than I have. Wow. Thanks a lot. Wow, a lot of people. <laughs> no, they don't see you. Okay. Anyways, um, so it, it's way higher off the stage than it needs to be. Yeah. And <clears throat> they're breaking down their stuff. I go on stage. Okay, that, that's how it Okay, he called me on stage. He told me to go off stage because he was actually, you know what, let's let him break down. And then a minute goes by and he calls me back on stage. So I've been on stage twice at this point. So <laughs> oh, I get no. called up to the stage a second time. He introduced me the first time. Oh, no. And then he introduced me the second Is time. Is the crowd still there? They're all in the back corner area. Talking they're, to the hero. Talking to the hero, having this, like they're tipping people. So the bell's going off when they're tipping people mm-hmm. and all this stuff. It's, it's, it's like controlled mayhem over in the back area. Right. And then... From there, I'm on I'm on the stage, and my first joke it's something along the lines of my parents being lesbians because of course, and I go into that, and I'm just kind of going through the motions of that, and I have a joke to where like they're old school lesbians, and I've completely abandoned it because it's fucking, yeah, it's a very visual. <laughs> yeah, they're old school lesbians. They grew up in you know like in the '60s in war, Vietnam, some bullshit like that. Okay. And you think they're scared of a little jungle? Jungle, you know, they're not scared of a little jungle. They're old school. You well, think keep it in case you do it on your Netflix special. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't tell the people here now. You think you think you think they're scared of a little bit of blood? No. And then I do an act out where I'm fingering, and then I use like the period blood to do war paint, okay, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I, this is like my fifth time on stage. Okay. Now, first off, it's a very visual joke to an audience of people that don't give a. Fuck they're not about looking me. at you. They're not looking at me. Yep. Also, it's a shitty joke. Also, it's the also it's your like third joke you've ever written. Yeah, which is this is what's going to happen for your third joke. Yeah, and there, so I'm like I I freeze up. I completely blank on all my material. My set list, I way over prepared it. So it's the writing so small. When I look down, I can't even see it, and I'm trying not to read it because I don't want to like do that and be that person on stage. But I keep looking down. I'm like, oh shit, what am I supposed to say next? And I do maybe like another joke or two. And then there's a guy there, like an old drunk guy, and then like another dude that is just scowling at me. Actually sitting. Actually sitting in, watching me. Everyone else is like how many feet away? 50, 100? Mm, probably about 50 feet away. Okay. And 50 facing the other direction, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think there was also a table of like three older black ladies in the back that, okay. that were paying attention. Come on, baby. They, they were actually really supportive. Like they reminded me <laughs> of my moms for some reason. I was like, oh. Like, I they wish, were your moms. <laughs> I wish that I would have... Not know what I knew now, but been because I would have just played to them. Yep, I would have just talked to them. I would have, you know, that that's what I would have because I was trying to win everybody over. Yeah, I was trying to. I'm yep. gonna, I'm gonna do this shit, and I'm like, I got three people that give a shit about me. Ma- let me make their night good. That's how, or it at goes. least try and make their night good with the bullshit that I have. Yep. So I'm going all kinds of sideways, and then the bell rings, king, king, because somebody put a tip. 
tip oh, the bartender. God, yeah. And it's a big, loud bell. Bang, bang, bang. And I'm like, what? And I just completely freeze. I forget all of my stuff. I was expecting to be up there from seven, seven to nine minutes, just going through all the bullshit that I had. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, okay. Beforehand, I was like, okay, I had seven to nine minutes and all this other stuff. I was on there for like two and a half. Yeah. Because I asked the guy, I was like, hey, is there a time limit? It was like, no, however you want. So you're, and I was like, so are you cool if I, if I go like seven to nine minutes? He was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Because so he it, knows what it's going to be like. <laughs> but he, I don't know time limit. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't even think that he knew how new I was to it. Right. I think I told him afterwards because I... I was visibly shaking when I got off stage. Like I probably right on the verge of like holding back tears. Yeah. yeah, just like what the fuck the am first I doing? Time, yeah. The first time you take a real whooping, it hurts, dude. And it was bad, and it feels so important because this is the this is only the twenty fifth minute of stand up you've ever done. So yeah. this is like one fifth of your entire stand up career, and yep. you don't realize that no one's going to remember this at that point. You feel like everything's riding on this. Like yep. I'm never going to do it if this doesn't go well. So yep. you, it hurts and to add insult to injury my buddy uh, my co-worker he was shit-faced he was shit-faced so when i got off stage he was like fuck yeah man that was great you did awesome uh, i'm just like don't talk to me just and i'm sitting there in the corner just like just just don't talk to me don't Do, cry doing that don't doing cry. that pre-cry and i just wanted to sneak out of there and like but also just to get out of there you have to walk in front of the stage <laughs> <laughs> in front of everybody that you like in uh it was just I never, I never, like, I I was so worked up. And also, too, this was, like, when my anxiety was, like, really, really bad. I saw you the following, what was it? Was it Wednesday? It was it was that next night. You saw me the I very next night I saw you the after. next night, and you were still bothered. Mm-hmm. You, you came in, <laughs> you came in with a hush over you of, like, that you had been through something. Yeah, I didn't want to talk to anybody. Cause I wa- You know what it feels like? You Everywhere you go, you feel like they all know what happened. Nobody knows. Nobody really even no. cares. And it's not even a fault to people that they don't give a shit, but they yeah. got their own stuff. And, and you feel and you now you feel like, "Oh, I'm not I'm not funny at all. I've never been funny. I'm a hack. I'm, I'm just <laughs> I am the worst. I'm the worst. I've just chased my dream and I failed last night. Yeah. It's going to What are the odds that this is going to go well? Consi- yep. I know what happened last night. They have no idea how bad this is about to be tonight. I'm going to go on stage and show them what happened last night. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I and I get that, especially oh, in a man. scene. We're a unique scene now where it's very supportive. The crowds are big. The crowds are usually good. Mm-hmm. There's good comics here, so you have a good example of what to do. Everybody can kind of... The, there's people here who are pretty perceptive who can kind of smell it on you if you're new. Yeah. Like, if you come out to our open mics... And I haven't seen you before. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a very... If you don't look unusually comfortable where you're sitting, yeah. it's pretty easy to tell that you're you're yeah. relatively new. And you're you're kind of you're kind of antsy and moving around and kind of like looking around like even if you're faking it, I mm-hmm. can usually tell if you're new. Like there was this guy, I forget who he was, but he came to Tembler a week or two ago and he was a friend of a he knows a buddy of mine who's been floating around this scene for a long time, and he had the confidence of a man who really knows what he's doing. And he's been doing he's been doing stand up like four or five months, uh, and I didn't know that. He didn't tell me. I only knew that when in the back of the room he started whispering like a bunch of tips and feedback and like what I should be doing. Like, do you go to L.A. a lot? 
not so, every once in a while. And then he would give me like he was giving me enough. He was giving me enough tips on what I should do because like this room's awesome and this crowd's awesome that I could tell very quickly of you just experienced those things and places for the first time. I'm guessing like that mm-hmm. this the stardust of the Hollywood Improv is still new. Like you just went out and did that lottery open mic. L.A. can suck my dick. <laughs> Fuck L.A. So you could tell when someone's new, but when you go to a place where they might, they might be a little bit more chilly of a scene, mm-hmm. they're not going to care. They're not going to ask. They're not going to tell anybody. Hey, come on, guys, come to the front. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Speaking of that, one of uh, I mean, because we kind of like uh, our in between scene, our sister scene up north a little bit, or wh- whatever we'd want to call them. What are you talking, Fresno or Tulare? Uh, Tulare. Okay. With them, because I I, I was going out there with uh, with Eddie and Mike when they. You know, for, for the Sunday Sunday nights that they used to do out there. Yep. And the, after I got to know them, they told me that one of the favorite things that they liked about me is that I just sat down and shut up. <laughs> I didn't try and <laughs> no, but just because like I mean, you see, like we've talked about this before on the ones that we do, that an open micer thinks that the open mic is from start to finish. It starts when they walk toward the sign up sheet. Yes. Uh huh. And so what I did is because I knew that they were all cool and they they weren't like happy that I like was just you know I knew my place or anything like that. Right. But I wasn't trying to find a spot at the back table to hang right. out with them. I sat down in the you know, and when they wanted me to come hang out with them, then I'd you know yeah. So. Was, it is refreshing when someone when someone doesn't like workshop like do crowd work on you <laughs> like yeah, i'm a, i'm hosting the show and i meet someone who's pretty new or brand new and at the sign-up sheet they start doing crowd work on me and i'm like oh boy i've, I've told people like and i do it kind of jokingly i i feel like i read the line between being an asshole and also like a, like the sweetie sensitive whatever yeah, yeah. and i've told a couple people that are a little you know, because with running running my mic and stuff, yeah. I've only been doing it for so long. But people still do that, and I was like, "Hey, save it for the stage. Hey, save that joke. You're <laughs> going to need it." <laughs> like, like I look at them because they're kind of like they'll give you that look, and they're like, "Huh, huh, yeah. huh," and with the eyebrows up and everything. When they say it, I'm like, "Hey, how about you know? Let's let's save it for the stage. It'll be funnier. <laughs> It'll be funnier on stage." That's such a funny, delicate way to do it. Hey, how about let's save it for the stage. <laughs> All right, so the 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 real meat of what I want to talk about tonight is is a unique a unique twist on the Bomb Diaries. We've done a whole lot of stand up on the Bomb Diaries. We've done we've done acting and theater. We've done my brother is is brought the perspective of the music industry, specifically heavy metal. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we'll be talking about Bomb Diaries odd oddities when it comes to podcasting <laughs> itself. Uh, and I want to frame this, if you don't mind. I'll give a little bit of background, and you fill in the the, the parts that I don't on your upbringing, <laughs> your family, yep. how that all interacts, and then I'm going to take it a, even a step further back from where you know I'm going to go, and then we'll take it off and run. So Landon has some jokes that you may have already heard as we've started recording this where... Uh, he has four mothers. He's got four very loving, very great moms. Too, too loving, but <laughs> not too loving. <laughs> They're fantastically. I get what you're saying, but t- <laughs> yeah. And so, do you want to explain to the people how that happened? Very quickly, you've got two moms and then two other moms. How that All happened? Right. How were you born? 
just give him, give him, give him. I'll tell you one thing. I wasn't artificially inseminated. (laughs) So Landon, Landon was born through artificial insemination. Which mom, by the way? Uh, Terry. I knew it. Yeah, I I, I knew it. I'm her twin. I'm even more. Yeah, I know. Love her even more now. You're gonna be my stepdad. I love her even more now. So he was born through artificial insemination, but at, as you do, being nervous on stage your first couple times, <laughs> you know it's not even on stage. That's how I've said it my entire life. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that there was a difference. Nobody ever corrected me. You know so. what? Your moms are too supportive. Yeah, they, <laughs> they never correct. Well, because I never said it around them because they knew the story, so I would never tell them there. the story. Hey, mom, do you know that I was artificially inseminated? Then they would have <laughs> smacked me, smacked me around, and been like, "Hey, no, I was. I did that shit." So Landon got on, and he did it twice. Like it was two weeks in a row. He got on stage at that Tembler. was just at Tembler. <laughs> Only at there was three other. There's there's two other mics that were going on at the time that I was saying this. So I was saying this three times a week. So great. So he has this great joke about he this great joke about having four moms and what all that was like but he would start off the joke by saying guys and here's how you do when you're new a lot of times you announce your joke Mm -hmm. guys i was artificially inseminated and after like the third time i got up and i said landon i love the joke but i gotta tell you you weren't artificially (laughs) inseminated your mom by the way if if you were artificially inseminated you can hold off on the four mom stuff for a little while. That's the least interesting thing about yep. you. Uh, dude, and that, because that was one of those, because it was, it was a beautiful thing to watch in terms of it just, because it made that, it made the room fucking erupt. That, <laughs> and it was a packed night at Tembler, and it, it was, it was a good night, and it just, it, that was exactly what needed, like, needed to happen in terms of with you hosting. Like, and, that just sounds let the air out of the, let the air out of the bag. Yeah, and it just it, everybody it fucking killed, and I'm just in the back of the room like, God damn it! And the best part of the night was like you helped me so much by telling that story because there was another guy who's not newer, but like newer, but not new. He got up, and I think his girlfriend was in the audience, and he was telling jokes like that were pretty demeaning to mm-hmm. the girlfriend. And mm-hmm. I got to go up later in the night and say, if you're looking for somebody new, Lana's has got a mom or two in the back. Yep. And, yeah, and so it just worked out. Uh, it, it, it fed my night. You did me. You spoiled me on that. With night. hosting, those, are, those nights are so nice. Cause oh, there, when there's some nights out. when there's some nights that – that you don't even have to work for it. And then there's other nights to where you got to fucking, man, you got to work hard. So you sorry, you've got, hard. you've got four moms. Yes. So if you want to give a little bit more breadth to that, how that all happened. So uh, originally had two moms that have been lesbian entire life. Um, and Un- Untouched by the poorer sex. Untouched by the poorer sex. So far. Actually, one of my mom broke off two engagements. With men or women? With, with, uh, with men. Oh, so she's, her, she had dated she, men she's dated, but, but she never, I don't even think that she, she maybe at the most kissed a guy. Wow. Because she always used, because she grew up Mormon, she always used her religion to oh, get out of okay. the fucking around. Okay. And stuff like that. So she was, she's, I think Christine. that's. Yeah. And I think my other mom did the same thing with Christianity. But so they met, they had me and they split up when I was four. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Do you want to tell the people how much you cost? You tell uh, that on oh, stage. Oh, yeah. Uh, do was, you want to? You don't no, have to. No, that's fine. I don't, is that, uh, yeah. So I was $20,000 out of pocket. Worth every penny. 
You guys don't see the Cadillac I'm looking at right now. That's a deal. <laughs> you and Eddie make me uncomfortable. If this was being filmed, you'd be shaking your hips right now. Don't act like you're, yeah. If there's a camera on right now, you'd be shaking it. You shaking I'd, I'd, it I'd, be, I'd be using that lamp as my, my, my pole. I'm the goddamn go-go photo for sure now. So they were, they were together. They had me, but they split up when I was four. And then it kind of just works like how, how it would with any other parents. They go their separate ways. And you got step parents. They're Other obviously families. lesbians, yeah. so they're going to be other women. So I, if all moms are batting a thousand, I got four moms. Yeah, and uh, two two great families. Yes, and two four very supportive moms. All yes. of them are fantastic. Dude, to be to be honest with you, if any, I'd, I'm I'm almost happier that it happened this way because there was maybe a, a couple years where it was rough and they did their spiteful whatever bullshit. Yeah, but that dude. Like I'd rather have it that way because after a while, lesbians they just like they they chill out and they're cool and I'm <laughs> I'm like this is dope. If I had, if I had a mom and a dad, they'd be fighting and yeah, doing all kinds of shit. And there'd just, be a weird territorial yeah. thing with the new dude, like the stepdad and yeah. the and the other dad, and it's just kind of this weird head button thing. But with moms, no, no with, with lesbians, community they, baby, yeah, they all share. I mean, it's <laughs> you were only in, <laughs> you were only in goes. one you were in one belly. Everybody knows it. Yeah, it's just kind of done. It, leave it there. Yep, I got gotcha. you there. So. What I want to talk about tonight is your podcast studio for the Oh Yeah Bub podcast Mm -hmm. is now you move to a new studio that's in a house owned by one of your mothers that also houses uh, your mother, her mother, (laughs) my grandmother. What do you call her? Grandma Zebra. And we call her Grandma Zebra because... She always wore zebra print when we were growing up. She is the best already. I oh my god, I love her. I've got I've got an aunt like this who will remain nameless, yeah. who remained young throughout throughout her life. Mm-hmm. Well, I, she might be in her sixties now, fifties mm-hmm. or sixties, whatever it is. Remained very young, going out dancing and you yep. know, all all the whole staying young yep. thing. So your grandma zebra, I'm guessing. Same deal. She stayed young. Well, no, well, never mind. I don't have no, to ask no, 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 that. No, 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 no. She no, has no, stayed no, young. No, this <laughs> helps. This helps. This helps and play into the story just to kind of paint a picture. So Grandma Zebra, she grew up in Hollywood. Okay. Like, and that's also where my mom grew up. She, my Grandma Zebra, she was a hairdresser in Hollywood. She knew and hung out with people like Chuck Norris. She cut his <laughs> hair before. Uh, she, L- Loretta Lynn, is that Wonder Woman? I have no idea. Okay, so I think Loretta Lynn, uh, that might be the singer. But anyways, my mom grew up with Wonder Woman and wow. like her daughter, like all of those like starlets and stars. That's where my grandma Zebra was. Beverly Hills, the mansions, all that shit, everything. Really quick, I hate to interrupt, but any good stories about Chuck? He um, gave her the old roundhouse or anything when they were in their 20s? To be honest, there's I haven't, it's hard to tell with grandma. Okay. Because she's, they partied a lot. Her, her, she wasn't much of a drinker. She and was we've more talked a, about she's got kind of a big fish. Like she's got some it, stories you don't hard, know. It's hard, it's hard to tell. Hard I mean, to nail it down. Hard okay. to tell what's real. Hard to tell what's fake. But she's but, never given you a story about Chuck Norris. No, but the re- the only reason that I even really believe the Hollywood stuff is because I have my mom as a, as a witness because she's she grew confirmed. Up she's confirmed it. She grew up with all of that Superwoman's daughter and like like all that shit. Wow. Yeah. Do you still know these? Are these people still connected to the family? No, because my grandma is a very vindictive and spiteful person. If she 
feels that she's been wronged. You don't have to wrong her. She just has to feel that you've wronged her so, and you've wronged her. So Wonder Woman's been cut off, basically. Yeah. Okay. And I, it just just along those so lines. So at one but. point, did they move to Bakersfield? I don't know off top the of my Hollywood head. The Hollywood of Kern County. Um, I want to <laughs> say... I think it was probably when my mom went to college, I'm guessing. Okay. Um, so she, so and, and grandma was... Grandma Zebra was still pretty young. Grandma, 40s, was, 50s. grandma was a rolling stone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 40s, 50s. She yeah. hit this place like a tornado. When you, did you see pictures of her when she's young, I'm guessing? Oh, yeah. I'll, hot. I'll send you the pictures. She hot? To be honest, yeah. Yeah. She's no, kind of hot. Too, she's no, got a way about her now. How old is she, like 80? Uh, she, I think she's just about to turn she's 80. Still, also, too, just a little bit to add to the bomb diaries. To add to the bomb diaries, I'll give you a little mini... Little mini landmine before we get to the before we get to the actual podcast bomb diary or whatever. There was one time when I was moving the studio in. Actually, it plays into the podcast because I was moving the studio. I think in. this is what I wanted to take it back to. So go ahead. Oh, you were you going to take it back all the way to this? I think I was. <laughs> so when I was moving the podcast studio in there, there's she's in the middle bedroom and then there's a hallway and a room and a room. I put it in the bigger room so that way we can get more in there. I wanted to add more mics and you know to where we could do different ventures in there. So I was doing that. I was in my room and I had the door closed because. And you give people the benefit of the doubt, typically. Like, you don't ask questions. Like, you, you usually don't look at something. I don't think you always look at something from your loved ones with a skeptical eye. Like, yeah. if something happens, you're like, like, if I told you something weird right now, you'd be like, oh, that's, he said that. That must be what he's doing. Yeah. You know? Also, too, also, too, I think I might be taking it back even further than what you were oh, taking. Oh, beautiful. Okay, go ahead. So I'm we sorry. might be going deep, deep on I'm this sorry. One. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Um, so, so. And, so I'm in my room. I'm moving the podcast studio in, and then I just hear from the hall, Landon, which my grandma, she's older. She if she, she has good days and bad days, to yeah. put, just to put it that way. Sure. She was having a bad day, and I thought that she was just kind of like doing her thing. She was like, Landon, and I was like, if she really needs me, she'll. it's it's five feet away. She's not. She doesn't fall or have any of those issues, so I'm not being an asshole in that sense. So if she really needs me, she'll come walk and get me. Yeah, she's got no... She's spry. No, she's very spry. So she does it a third time. Yeah, she's, she is very spry. Um, <laughs> is, is Granny spry? <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> so I'm like... And then she stops calling me. So I'm like, ah, you know what? I feel like an asshole. That's where... Because here's, here's my, my downfall. I'll be an asshole to you, but afterwards I'll feel like an asshole yep. for being an asshole, even if I was justified to be an asshole Count to me you. in. <laughs> Count me so in. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go in there. So I walked down the hallway about 10 feet. I hit the corner to her door. She's standing there, arms held out in front of her, holding a black bra. She has no shirt on. Grandma titties in your Gra face. This is what I wanted to <laughs> go back to. Grandma titties in my face. And by the way, this may be weird, but they weren't bad tits because she had a good doctor when she got her tit job years ago. Grandma zebra. Fake tits on Grandma Zebra. Fake tits. So on they're Grandma high. Zebra. They're firm. They're, they are very high. I don't know if they're firm or not. I didn't get a. I didn't get the the test feel. How old did the tits look? They look maybe fifteen. What? From, from the no from the from the surgery <laughs> like they they look like okay. <laughs> also, too, that's not a bad hey, statement. Because, I was gonna say. Hey. I was gonna say. Hey, man, <laughs> the tits look good. How old? I don't know, like fifteen. <laughs> hey. <laughs> So you mean 15 years after she got Post surgery, them. yeah. So like 35-year-old tits. Wait, wait. <laughs> God damn it, Landon. You just almost gave me a heart attack. <laughs> you can find this podcast on the <laughs> Megan's Law website. <laughs> so you're saying she's got 30, her tits look like they're in their from, 30s. From the surgery, I'm saying, I was saying from the surgery. It looked like the, like the surgery well, was hey, done. But 
But but don't save from this. <laughs> but hey, don't. <laughs> uh, As so you would say like... to an open micer. But hey, how about you? How about you don't? And we just talk about the real age of the tits. Uh, don't even save this for the stage. It's and, not going to be funny. And so she was in her late seventies, you would say. Yeah, she. But she, the tits are in their thirties. I'd say maybe forty-five. Forty-five-year-old tits. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go 55 with a tit job done in 30, done when they were 33. Okay, this is a lot of math. That's what, I know. I went to law school, they're not, not math they're, school. <laughs> they're not horrible tits. They're perky. and They're they, good. They're, they're older school. There's not really any like stretch marks or hanging. Or she should like have that. no complaints, you're she, she should have no complaints. You didn't expect. She can walk around brawless and be fine. All right, so surprise number one, you're seeing your grandmother's boobs, which is horrifying. But surprise number two. They're way better than if you were forced to think about how they would be, what you would have thought they would be. Yep. They might be the best. They're they're in the top 100 grandmother tits. <laughs> in, it, say it into the mic, please. Only been doing a podcast for a year. My grandma has better tits than my mom. Oh, my God, Landon. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't agree to this. Whoever. <laughs> Whatever mom you're talking hey, about, because I love them all. You're, whatever you mom you're talking about, your breasts are fantastic. Yeah. Have you seen this particular mom's breasts? Uh, this particular mom wears wife beaters. Oh, okay. So I haven't seen them, seen them, but but this can this does confirm. It sounds like it's a close race. This does confirm that the mom is doing all right. She's packing some heat too. Yeah, you yeah. don't come from nowhere. I don't. You got a nice set of tits on you. <laughs> That kind of nice hurts sit. me a little. They're bit. pierced, right? Uh, one of them. Yeah, you got yeah. you got nice jammers on. Both, you. Yeah. you know this. I've said. I you, know. I yeah. know. I'm taking you've the got, compliment. You've got sweatshirt tits on. You yeah. got good. You got a good pecs and a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. That don't come mm-hmm. from nowhere. You don't got good jeans. Nowhere. Yeah. Yep. I also have. I also have hips that could bear many children if so, I was a female. <laughs> so was she asking you to? She was asking put me to put, away? to put the bra on. So I had to put the bra on my grandma. God. But you know what the funniest part of it looking on? It was almost like I was a hospice nurse or something. Yeah. And I just like, okay. Like I just, I went through the motions. I just completely put it. I, I, there wasn't even a shock when I hit the corner. I was like, oh, hey, grandma. You like, didn't feel any trauma. No, I didn't. Well, there was probably, I probably just that repressed. <laughs> That's what brought you here. How long ago was that before sta- you started stand up? That was actually during stand up. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, man. Because I was moving the podcast studio in there. Oh, that's right. So that was a couple months after I'd gotten into stand-up. And I just, there, that's that's another thing that I have a theory on, at least with some things, is at least in my case with the lesbian moms, the putting on grandma's, you know, putting away grandma's tits and like all this stuff mm-hmm. that, you know, it's all been normalized to me. Not, not it's just, I've, I've, it's what you grew up with. It's what I grew up with. Yeah. So for other people like you and like, you know, that's like, oh shit, there's so much material. There's so much this. And I just, I think part of the process for stand up and part of the growth, maybe for some people, is learning to step away from your experiences and look at them objectively to yep. find the funny and then re entering them. I totally get that because I grew up in kind of a, a crazy set of circumstances. And to me, I'll look at it and write from it and just think like, these are funny. This is making funny out of the things that happened with my upbringing and like where I went, where I lived and family stuff and all that. And then I'll take it and do it to crowds and they will look at me either like, oh my God, this That's, poor, yep. or what, or, or this horrible guy or like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They'll look at me and, and it's not until I see their faces that I go, oh, I can't just... 
these people haven't grown up with mm-hmm. this. I'm going to have to throw some candy in here to sweeten this. So yeah. normally I have to write what I, when it comes it's, to. It's not a bad recipe, but you can't forget to put the sugar in. Exactly. And it needs right. a lot of sugar. So yeah. I got <laughs> to write it the way I would think it was funny just hearing it raw mm-hmm. and then and then take it and just turn the sweet dial up. Yeah. Is, and I try, it just, just enough to where they'll accept it. And yeah. then that's where we go from. Yeah. Because that's. Because I mean, because I have one, like, I walked into my brother, my gay brother. Yep. Fucking his boyfriend at yeah. his house. And I just made coffee and I made them a pot of coffee. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, like, that's just, like, it doesn't. But like, again, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I was, no, <laughs> flashbacks. That and, probably, like, I'd be all, I'd be pumped if I had a gay brother. And God, I wish I did, especially my older one. Derek, well, you will, I, well, you'll have a gay son. I mean, I'm glad if you, I, I have up. my sister in law, but just. My boy, I wish he was. He's the one. He's the one that yeah. grew up uncomfortable with gay people. So I like. Yeah. I used to. I told him. I told. I'll tell you what I told him. I told him. I told him getting out of the car. You might have been there for this. I was talking to him on uh, my Apple AirPods. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sponsor of the podcast, Apple AirPods. <laughs> and I was, uh, but I had just bought them, and you don't realize that people can't see that you're speaking to someone. Yeah. So I was getting out of my car in a parking lot where all you guys were standing waiting to go into a comedy show. And I was talking to my brother, Derek, who's often uncomfortable with gay people and the gay experience and all yeah. that. And he was saying something. I said, God, I wish I was. I wish I was gay. I, I, I pray to God that I am gay someday and I'm going to make you best man in my wedding. So you've got to <laughs> stand at my shoulder and watch your brother make out with a dude. And But I got out of the car and that's all you guys heard. <laughs> I don't know. That might have been that might have just been that might have just been the other guys because I okay, no, it must have been them. Yeah, because but but dude, I wish I would like that shit. I dude, because that's, anyway, that's my thing. If I saw my gay brother hammering his boyfriend i'd be all pumped up it may be a different story to see your brother you know having a tough like didn't look like he's in pain you know yeah <laughs> it may be different it may be different that way yeah because my brother he was the top that's what i'm saying so yeah that's you could be like you, and i i know this ain't right but you, you know how it, it's like, it's male it's it's, it's, it's the male perspective it's the double standard yeah, thing it's, it's like i don't I heard some comedian say this, so it's not mine. But I yeah. heard a, a comedian say the reason, the reason I act, you know, the reason I, I don't want a, I don't want a gay son because I don't. The same reason I don't want a straight daughter. I don't want anyone fucking my kid. Yep, it's goofy, yep. but it, it's one of no, those. No, it's that's probably what. So it to is, see your but... to see your brother throwing heat would be like, yeah. Nah, but you want to know the weird thing too is I've also walked into my brother giving a blowjob before. Nice, and it's just it just you like didn't it, you didn't know what to do. I bet no, I, I no, it's not that I didn't know what to do. I'm I just I you was jump, like, oh, you hey, join in? That's no, what you I, did. I didn't join in. That's not. <laughs> well, then uh, you're a bad brother. <laughs> it's just cause Derek. I'd join in to help you out. <laughs> hey, Terry. I'll hold your hair. I'll hold your hair, Derek. <laughs> but it's just I don't know if it's just desensitization or. Or I, I don't know what it is, but I just I'm like, eh, you know, it's yeah, that's how I'd be too. It's it's whatever because I've done that. Like I found I found one of my mom's ex's vibrators before mm. when I was younger. After like just all kinds of all kinds of stuff that, right. and the, you know the grandma tits. Well, and if you, yeah, if you don't have a hang up with it, it's it's just like yeah, it's just like seeing your brother with his girlfriend, like whatever. Yeah, you know, but, there's nothing different about it. But 
That's a long way around the block to talk about yeah. you having to put your grandmother's breasts yeah. into her bra, <laughs> which I don't know if you know which, this. Which, by the way, thank God she had actually had a tit job because I didn't have to put him in there. I just had to, well, this might be weird. Hoist them. Yeah, because I had to put it on from behind her and she had to put her arms in. Yeah, it's, that's where it gets That's where it gets a little whatever. You gave but her I, the Heimlich, basically. Yeah, pretty much. And then I hoisted him up and then put it on. So that, that probably the standing behind her was the only. That's a tough one. You know, you know what? I think I... I might have even made a joke when I was standing behind her because she's also got that dirty kind of whatever. Like she's joked about how she like when I used to live there and I'd bring, you know, a friend over yep. and she would joke and like meet him when I was walking down the hallway. Yep. And she would say, oh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to put my ear up to the door later, you know, like stuff like that. So she she gets it. And yeah. I, I made a joke when I was behind her. I made a joke. I was like, man, that's the first time I've ever had to put one of these on. I didn't think it'd be like this, <laughs> you know, so. By the way, is this is this the mother of the mother who birthed you? Yes. Okay. Yes. So this, this is this is grandma, grandma. This is grandma, grandma. This is grandma for real, grandma. <laughs> this is grandma for realio. Okay. So the reason we tell that story is because obviously you tell that story anytime you get a yeah. chance to. <laughs> but also, new podcast studios in. I go with Landon to record a podcast, and we are <laughs> we're about twenty minutes into recording an episode. And all of a sudden, and, and we when we walked in, I saw the grandmother's room, and a TV was on like 200 volume, and she was dead asleep in full makeup, like Liza Minnelli makeup, like full fucking makeup, evening gown, um, uh, hopefully asleep. <laughs> Wouldn't have been a bad idea to put a mirror up in front of her face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully just sleeping, but who the fuck knows? Yeah, and listen, like some action movie that's just blaring. So we go in, we're 20 minutes into recording an episode. And I'm cursing like I do, figuring she can't hear me. And then all of a sudden, I and I, but I'm like you. I want to make a good impression. I've yeah. never met this woman. Oh, yeah, that's so right. You hadn't met her. At I'm this in the point. middle of saying my all the fucks that I say. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I hear Landon, and you go, <laughs> "Yeah, Grandma." And she goes, "Come in here. I want to tell you something." So when she says that, I think, "Oh no, she heard me cursing. I just <laughs> offended her." Like I, I'm. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. And so I'm just sitting there with this shame. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me, man? Like, I know there's an 80-year-old lady next door. I could have pulled it back. And I'm still I just said, fucking, I could have said darns instead of dead. Like, I should. What the fuck is wrong with me? I just <laughs> talked like this in front of someone's grandmother, man. I'm 32 years old. I'm 32 years old. Oh, and I'm, I'm, my God. I'm 32 years old, and I just got my buddy in trouble for cursing in front of him. What the f- Who am I? <laughs> By his grandma, not even his mom. His He's going to go get a spanking from his grandma. Grandmother, man. <laughs> his grandmother. I might have been what brought her from the dead with my curses. <laughs> fuck, 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 so anyway, I'm in the middle of hearing the shame, and you go to the next room, which because I'm wearing headphones and we've got dynamic microphones in front of our faces, I can hear everything that's going on in the room. And so you walk out and she says to you, what? Oh, I don't remember exactly what she said. I remember. Please tell me (laughs) because I don't remember. (laughs) You walk out and she says, you're not going to believe this. Oh, yeah, I remember. (laughs) Some woman keeps calling the house and when I answer the phone, she says, stop fucking my husband. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going, I did not expect that and now so now I'm going is she is she fucking she's 80 is she fucking some dude's husband because I don't know if you know this but men die 
way before 80. Yeah. So she's fucking somebody who's who's in their 60s. If she's yep. 60s or younger, if she's yeah. fucking a dude. <clears throat> yep. So I'm thinking like, is this? And then you come in and you go, ah, grandma just likes to tell stories. I'm but, like, okay. Yeah, because here's the thing too is that this is like a this is like an X-rated episode of Big uh, Big Fish, like that movie <laughs> that movie where the guy tells all these humdinger stories that no one believes, and then he dies, and they all come true. It's like this, but a way filthier version of it instead yeah. of wholesome. Because 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 that's the thing is that she she that very may well be true. She may be getting calls from somebody. She but may then, be fucking somebody's but husband. But at this time, which was two months ago, mm-hmm. it's all made up. And you've heard tons yeah. of stories like this yeah. before. And I, I can't discern which ones are real, which ones are fake, which was any of that. So I just I always assume that they're fake unless I have proof. Does she tell it. you a lot of dating stories? Um, Not too much dating stories. It's a mixture. She's told me stories about like cause she's actually had people over before. Like, I mean, like. So it's it's a mixture of made up dating stories. It's a mixture of there's some truth in there, yeah. and it's a mixture of it's all just fucking. It's all real. It yeah. all happened. Because okay. she's she's like you know how you say with me, shit just falls into my lap. Yeah, it, it runs in the family. <laughs> shit just like I I got it from I didn't I didn't come from nowhere. <laughs> you stumble into the debaucherous life that our filthier friends are dreaming about having. Yes, and, and I you, it com- not only do you do it completely by accident. <laughs> You have no idea. That's what I'm saying. You're not a. You, you don't look at things with skepticism. You're. You've been again. You four supportive moms. You yeah. grew up nice. You still have purity of heart, which is which is what everyone <laughs> loves about you. Is it, it's just like when you told me the story of the woman who was the girl who you hooked up with who was. She was disabled, and then she oh, gained yeah, yeah, yeah. the use. <laughs> she gained. She gained the use of her legs back, and and you two made love together yep. and somehow you got to telling me how you finished making love and then you and then you just happened to let me know that she told you as you were coming, coming to that conclusion <laughs> coming <laughs> you said where should i go and she said anywhere you want yep. i'm four months pregnant yep. and you didn't you almost didn't even tell me that part yeah, that's you right. just yep. you you just went because I said, like, what happened? Like, do you guys talk anymore? And you're like, oh, you no. Know what I, you oh. said, no. That's right. You said, no. I said, you guys talk, you and this girl talk anymore because you show me the picture. I'm like, wow, do you guys still talk to each other? No, she went back to the, she went baby back daddy. to the baby daddy. Oh, she was pregnant, by the way. And that's how you told me. Yeah. And then I saw the look on your face. You were like, wait, what? She was pregnant? And then so I was like, okay. Then I actually went into it, explained it. Yep. And then. So she gained the use of her legs back. Uh, you knew that part. What you didn't yep. know is she was four months pregnant, and that didn't even register to you of like, wow, this is strange. And now she's back with that guy. So whoever you are, sir, congratulations. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the shit just falls in your lap. Yes. And it falls in apparently grandma's lap mm-hmm. as well. So she's telling a story to you about some lady calling the house saying, "Don't fuck my husband," which sounds as far fetched as anything yeah. could sound. Yeah, because because also too because she because. It wasn't only that she was getting like she was calling to talk to somebody like to talk to a guy and the lady was calling like it was just, it was so I, I don't know you're even, like you're 80 years old. You lay in your bed all day. How would you even meet people? It doesn't she even actually goes sense. out. She does. Don't spoil it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So uh, we're leaving this thing going like this is nonsense. Yeah. Just just. But it's adorable. She she, she watched the uh, she watched uh, a TV show where this was the plot line, and she's making that her life. And I left knowing that I'm not going to offend your grandmother, yeah, so that made me happy. And then, if I would have let her in the studio, she probably would have tried to 
Oh yeah, so you better you better yeah. hope you never do leave the I would, studio. Or I, would, I, would, I would have had to hit the camera and hit the record button for you. Goddamn, you well, might yeah. have a new grandpappy. Yeah, grandpappy, stepdad. So that Fuck leads. Me. It's going to be a weird combination. <laughs> it really is. Hey, whatever works, man. You get another five minutes out of it. <laughs> yeah. So if I, I can, if I can't make that into a ten, I have. <laughs> there's no hope for me. <laughs> <laughs> if that happens and I can't make ten out of it, there's no <laughs> goddamn hope. <laughs> so uh, all of that happens, and then. I show up, so Landon doesn't live where his podcast studio is at this house. Mm-hmm. He goes there just to re- only to record podcasts. So I go to record an episode with him over the weekend, and he meets me there. We meet in his driveway, so he hasn't gone in yet. He opens the door to the house, and we walk in, and we're met by two of his lovely dogs. And we walk down the hallway, and I'm first. You're behind me. You know why I do that? To put my bra on. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back after this break, folks. That was beautiful. Why do you do that? Because I, so I can usher people past grandma. So that way when she sees me, it's not like. She sees you first. No, she sees because she'll hear us. And that way I can have the person pass me and be like, oh, hey, grandma. Like there's nobody. Just that way it doesn't. Makes sense. Because if I say, hey, grandma, and then we go. So So I walk in (laughs) first. And the way it is, is there's this long, skinny hallway. At the end of the hallway is the door to the podcast studio. And that's always locked with like a little stick skeleton key. Well, don't tell them how to break into it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, you can use a a hanger and break in. And directly next to it. So within inches of the podcast studio door is the door to Landon's grandmother's room. And when you walk past the door, what you see is the television, which is facing you directly. But on the wall that abuts the doorway is the bed. So you see the television, and then you kind of see the grandmother's feet. And as you're walking into the podcast studios, you see the grandmother's face if you are still looking at her, which I always am. Yeah. That, But we're not talking about me. Yeah. Door. So I'm first, and we're walking down the hallway. And just like always, I hear the television at about 200 volume, mm. but I also hear another voice. I didn't hear the other voice. And it sounds different than, it doesn't sound like the television. I hear another, I hear a man's voice. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like TV. Did you hear that when we were walking in or when you'd already walked past? When I was walking in, I just in, heard, I heard the TV. I just heard the TV and I thought that it was just somebody's voice on the TV. I I actually, when I heard it, I th- it sounded like a black man's voice. I was wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were. I, w- <laughs> I wish you were. I wish I was right about it, and it was Michael Scott, <laughs> <laughs> Curtis, Mike, what? Like one both of our friends, both yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, Curtis Taylor the third. Hey, Grandma. <laughs> so I I hear a voice, uh, but and then as I walk past, I kind of give a look to Grandma's room, and she looks right at me this time. Fuck, I, she's yeah. never seen me before. <laughs> we lock eyes, and she's—I didn't know that you that you guys locked eyes. As, I thought that she looked at me. As per usual, she's got a kabuki mask on her face. <laughs> she's fucking made up. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be no, mean, dude. She's made she's up to the nine. She's got makeup. She's no, made. She's made up. She's made up more than the clown emoji. She's yeah. got so much like yeah. queen. What is it, Queen? Like I, f- I forget who. She's a drag is. queen. She's a drag, but I forget. There's, there's a particular queen that like was famous for having so much makeup on. Like she, she never washed her makeup off. She uh, just kept caking layers of like an old, like old, old queen. 
that had like hundreds of layers of makeup on her face because she never washed it off. That's she just painted over disgusting. top. That's what it looked like. <laughs> so, but she looked beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> She's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> so I see her, and then I see a pair of jeans, like a pair of legs. And also for the, for the listeners, so I'm standing in the doorway. So from my angle, I can just see Grandma and the TV. Because her bed's down the wall a little bit and, you know, it's blocked off. Chris is further down the hallway to where he gets more of an angle so he doesn't see the TV and he sees more of the bed and everything like I that. I see a pair of legs and, like, I see white socks and roofer's jeans. I see a guy, I see the outline of a man dressed like my dad. My dad's a roofer. Mm-hmm. I've seen this. I've seen it's this similar man. similar to what I'm wearing now. I Yes. I've seen this man on my dad's work crew yeah. my entire life. Yes. That's such a picture perfect. I get a little closer and I see he's wearing a roofer's shirt. Mm-hmm. And I see his face and he must be in his 40s. Oh. 50 tops. I'd say mid 40s, but look 60. And he's laying, he's just laying there and he's got a blanket over him to his chest. Mm-hmm. And they're laying like, they're laying a person in between them apart, but they're laying conspicuously as though they peeled to a person apart when mm-hmm. they heard people walking through the house and all i'm thinking is and she gets up grandma gets up and goes oh my god Landon!" she did she she thought did she think that you were you were me she thought no she saw you and she thought i was your brother bryson uh no brother oh my god Landon! and is that (laughs) bryson oh is it bryson uh ryan Ryan? Ryan. Is that Ryan? <laughs> That's she, actually a pretty good impersonation of Grandma. And she gets up, and all I'm thinking of is, oh, no. What if that guy gets up, and I'm thinking, please don't have a heart on. Please don't have a heart on. Please oh, don't have a heart on. Huh? He's he, blanket to his chest. Please oh, don't. Man. Oh, my God. And I'm standing. I have my head facing Landon's podcast door, and I'm whispering to myself, Please open the door. Please open the door. Please open the door. And my good buddy Landon, no help to me at all, is just just letting me swim in it because you said to me, do you remember what you said to me? If I got to be a part of this. <laughs> that was, yeah. If, if I, if I got to go through this, so do you. So you said, no, Grandma, that's not Ryan. This is my friend Chris. Because here's the thing with that, because Grandma, she does get very, well, she gets very weird when when other people <laughs> bring people because she thinks that people are gonna have, they're gonna steal from her or have stolen from her, uh-huh. and she's blamed my friends in the past when it, she's just misplaced them or the, yep. it's been yeah it's been stolen. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so I'll introduce I'll introduce her to Chris, so that way she knows who the fuck is coming in and out every other week. Now at this point, can you see the guy? At this point, I see wrestling, and then that's when I start. I do the whole like double, triple, quadruple, fifteen thousand time take. I look at Grandma, and then I I, I peek in a little bit further, and I look at him, and I look back at you, and I look at him, <laughs> and I look back at you, and I look at him, and I look back at you because I don't know what the fuck is going and on in I'm, my house. I'm putting my hand on your door. I'm putting my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting my hand on your podcast door and jiggling it, and you're doing nothing. <laughs> well, because I was, I was at this point, I'm in shock. And you realize you don't know this guy at all. Yeah, and I don't know this. Cause, I, no, because I thought that it was. Oh, she thought it was Bladen, that my cousin, not my Bladen. brother. Bladen, oh my, my cousin. God, Bladen. 
Okay. Yeah, because I thought that, oh, shit, what the fuck is Bladen doing over there? Because I thought she was saying, oh, Bladen's here. So I was like, oh. Why that's is my cousin laying in yeah, bed with grandma? Exactly. Why yeah. the fuck is my cousin laying in bed? Well. And then, because I, I peeked in and I got, like, I just saw scruff. And my cousin. You're not he, the only one that saw the fake titties. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he did, because if he didn't, that guy. So anyway, so and so she gets up and she goes, oh, my God, you're Landon's friend. And yeah. I say, yes, I'm Chris. And I just by I want to I want to make a good impression. Yep. <laughs> I reach out my hand and she takes the hand. But like, oh, no, you're giving grandma a hug. <laughs> Tits felt nice, by the way. Tits uh, felt nice. Have, I bet you they weren't cheap. She gi- <laughs> <laughs> she gives me this hug. And then old old Johnny Roofer gets up out of bed. His name uh, can we say his name or no? Uh, let's save that till the end. <laughs> he gets up out of. He walks around the bed and he walks over too and comes up and shakes my hand and he reaches out and shakes your hand because not only do I want to make a good impression, he wants to make a good impression on. To, to he me. wants to let you know the, he, his <sighs> intentions for your grandmother. He wants so, to let me know that he has pure wholesome intentions. So he with shakes. My he shakes your hand. He's like, "Hey, guy, how you doing?" And he doesn't sound black anymore. No, he's putting on. <laughs> He went full white voice. He was doing, you know what? He was he was doing black voice for your grandmother, and that's offensive. He was. He was, he was doing black that's voice. That's what he was. That's God offensive. That really is. Be a little bit more woke. <laughs> Be a little bit more woke, sir. Black voice in 2019. Uh, yeah, because so he came trying, all white for the voice. Old white lady. Yeah, he, he took a, he took one look at your bad boy country artist. <laughs> image by Brantley Gilbert he looked at your Brantley Gilbert I fucking hate that guy you know what I hate most about him what? he's good <laughs> <laughs> he is he's fucking talented I found out that he wrote like he wrote a lot of the songs for a lot of the huge country artists before he started doing his own thing yeah he's good he totally doesn't have to have a pair of brass knuckles on a microphone be a fucking jerk off because yeah. he's actually good but he just does it anyway which suggests Hell that's who he is pretty <sighs> yeah he, do, he doesn't need any of that not it's bottoms up he could <laughs> he could skate by on ability but he doesn't he went he went to Nashville I get it as a person who's got fucking 200 listeners. I get it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yep. he took a look at you and white voiced it and shook our hands. And I don't, the rest fell away from me. You stayed out and talked to them for another minute after you finally let me in. <laughs> well, I didn't know that you wanted in that bad because, oh part, my God, I wanted <laughs> in so bad. Part of, well, because <laughs> part of why, because I didn't know what this guy was going to do. And I know, <laughs> I know that I didn't want to be a part of it alone. <laughs> I knew what he was gonna do. But fuck your grandmother. I know, but but I, I know he could have been any. Could have been on him. And also, too, I just part of you, part of me wanted a witness just <laughs> in case. <laughs> I didn't want a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> what better witness if than I, my lawyer? <laughs> if, I, if I kill this man, <sighs> I, I want to know <laughs> that it can. They I can want be a wit- credible witness because yeah. <laughs> grandma, she's not going to be credible, and honestly, she's probably going to side against me. Your grandma's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and every so, sense. Of do you the remember word. anything that you spoke to them about? Um, it was just like, well, oh, hey, like pretty much just, just very small mild talk. small talk. Mi- watching movies. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, he's he's so great because she's trying to give me the whole spiel. Because in her mind, he's. Like in her mind, he is this like she because that's her thing. That's her fucking thing, and that's where I get it from. That's her thing. 
what? is that her thing is to find people dudes? that are Your broken. Forty year old dudes. No, that's my brother's thing. Come on, keep that, it. Keep it, keep it. the storyline. What's he up to? Uh, I'm just he, go, I'm just, I was kidding. Uh, I, can, I can hook you up, bro. I know. You, I saw you. I, I know. You, I know you're an ass man. He's. He, I he am. Does he have a nice hiney on dude, him? Dude, he. he the, yes. What's his name? He does uh, Ryan. Ryan, your brother's already <laughs> sent me. Your brother's already sent me a picture of him and his skibbies. Let's go to his Instagram. Show me some. Okay, we'll do that after this. Yeah. Send me some go-go shit so I know what you're working with. Just, just yep. if we're gonna be family, we're gonna be family. He's also he's also got a got a good following on Instagram. You can work in that angle. Okay, <laughs> get some more listeners. Sounds good. But uh, but no, that that's her thing. Is she fucking saves people? She finds the most broken, downtrodden people she can find in her entire life, and she fucking builds them up and makes them something, pisses them off, and then gets nothing. Wow, she's done that three times. Three but she's marriages. 80, so now she's kind of getting something. <sighs> kind of getting something. Maybe I don't. I really don't think that he fucked her. I really don't. I I, I, I like to think he did. I, I like to think he did too. He fucking be better good. have. That's good for grandma. He better have. Good. I hope that my grandma got some. We'll ass. get to that in a minute. <laughs> but sir, if you haven't, we should we should track him down and beat the shit out of him if he did, because that's just wrong. That's just wrong. It is. It's you be a up. gentleman, and you get in there, and you yep. have sex with that old lady. Yep. yep. So you so. Don't remember, and you come into the studio, and I I'm going like, do you know that guy? I'm like, no, I don't know that guy. And I'm like, dude, it's you fucking. Don't leave me out there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in. I said that's. I never met your grandmother before, man. That's the first. That's the first time I've met your grandmother. <laughs> Uh, and then we just recorded a podcast and the first eight minutes of the podcast is us just going uh, it was actually it was only ooh. two minutes it was only it felt two, like eight yeah it was only two two and a half minutes because i left it in there because we did the intro and then it was kind of short and then we got into you it you should put a little you should put a little lettering graphic that said like that says the first two minutes we had just seen my grandmother <laughs> and then we'll explain what we're about to yeah. explain so i we get done the podcast and i leave and I, I, you say to me, I'm going to go back in. Um, I'm going to call my mom. Yeah. Make sure she doesn't know this guy. If she doesn't know this guy, I'm going to go back in and handle this and kick him out because yeah. I don't want stuff to start going missing around. I don't know who this guy is. I don't want any problems. So I'm going to boot this guy out mm -hmm. until we figure out who he is. Yep. And so you text me a little while afterwards and you're like, yeah, you know, we're all good. He's out, and I'm like, okay, good. And I think you said my mom dropped him off, and I'm like, well, okay. I was with but my just, mom. No, I went with her because she I, got. Because here's the thing. I just kind of laughed at that. Like <sighs> we dropped him off, and then hours went by, and I didn't. I just didn't think of anything. So here's the thing. She. So just to backpedal just a little bit, I call my mom. I'm I'm in the mode. So now that you're gone, I start going into my fury. You're and, in kill mode. Yeah, I'm in fuck this guy, which like, is hilarious <laughs> because I exist in kill mode. <laughs> you think if you ever wanted to be in kill mode, I'm your guy. I know, but I just uh, good impressions. I don't. I, don't right. I didn't want you to see that side of me. <laughs> well, that's what happens. Like I've I've I'm like a neurotic guy. If I'm with somebody who's okay, full of anxiety, I calm down. Uh -huh. Maybe if you're with a maniac, you calm down. Yeah, because I, I definitely have a very maniac side to me. Also, too, what does what does neurotic mean? I always get that. I've talked to fucking Eddie about it, and I can't. I don't. I always forget the definition. In short, it just means you live in your own head. It's, okay, it's yeah. Very. It's in the family of anxiety. Is if you're overthinking things, overthinking, and yeah, that have no bearing on mm -hmm. the situation. Creating, create, not creating situations, but overthinking to the point to where 
you overdo situations that honestly would be irrelevant. You, yeah, okay, you so. suffer from neuroses. neuroses. That thing that you have when you drive home today, whatever two three words you said during this podcast that I never even heard that, been, you're, that you're wondering if I'm now mad at you. No, you know what it is. You didn't say it right to, I've been, in your own this mind. This entire podcast, I've been thinking back to the intro and how awkward I was. <laughs> but, but no so, idea. That's, so yeah, that's neuroticism. That's neurotic. Neurotic from uh, like at least to me, what I think neurotic means yeah. is neurotic is when I'm about to go to sleep and I'm like, I just need eight hours so I cannot want to kill myself at work tomorrow. <laughs> Um, but instead I go, Ooh, you remember that time that you were mean to the kid in sixth grade playing mm. bas this is a real memory. Oh no. I was shit. in sixth grade playing basketball and we had a first team and a second team and we were playing like we were just out in the summertime playing against each other and the kid who came in as my backup, we were playing basketball like not like kind of trash talking each other, but we I made a jump shot and I said, See, that's why you sit on the bench and I start. I was a, oh, I was twelve. Man. Every three or four months, I think about that, and I'm no like, God, shit. I was really mean. God, I was really mean to Tom that day. That's neurotic. Is that, is that your? That is that and your, I worry that it's still bothering him. <laughs> That's is that your, is that your like your reoccurring one that always no no no. That, it's that's just, not even your main one. I've that, got, no, because dude, I have. I've I, got an i an iTunes shuffle playlist, <laughs> dude. Because I have a main one like that, that. Doesn't make the greatest hits by far. No, because there's I have I have a couple main ones that cycle in like that. Yeah. But I only really remember them when they actually come through the playlist. Mm -hmm. But the one that I always remember, no matter what, is the one I was in like junior high. No, uh, not junior high. I was in high school. I was like a senior. My ex and I were kind of on and off. And I was talking to one of her friends who yeah. was also friends with our group and everything. And we were just texting. And I went, you know, you know, when you try and like, you know, you, you test the water with a little kind of kind of dirty, but it could be taken. Oh, I was just messing around. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, you know, sexual. You made it sexual, like like along those lines. Yep. And I said, and I remember the quote. I can't remember what led up to it, but I just remember the quote. It was party and ha ha ha. Party in my pants, party in your pants, <laughs> oh. something like that. And then I didn't acknowledge it. Didn't <sighs> like I just completely okay, whatever. That's so nothing happened. Two three weeks later, my buddy, my best friend, because I was dating his girlfriend's best friend, so we were like a four. Like that was how. Right. So he says, "Hey, and we're just driving, hanging out, no warning, no nothing." He says, like, "Hey, so what's up with the?" Uh, the the one chick, you know, I'm not gonna say her name, but what's up with whatever? I was like, oh, what are you talking about? He was like, party in your pants, party in her pants. I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'll think about that every. <laughs> that that's the one that for some reason that just sticks with me. Isn't it, that worse? Isn't that the worst when oh. you go when you go naughty and it's poorly received? Even if you don't have any intentions, like yeah. I always go funny. Yeah. And funny involves innuendos, mm -hmm. but I kind of, if you actually know, like I seem, I think I seem at first jump as like very serious and angry, but when you know me, I, I think I can come off flirtatious by accident yeah. at times. Yeah. So I always go for funny, but funny sometimes seems like naughty. Mm -hmm. I was out, this was years ago, years ago at this one, <laughs> this one company I was, I was doing work for, a couple of us went out and we were going to play a trivia game. And I used, like, I used part, we're like, what's the team name going to be? And just inserting a joke, I, in, like, I used an innuendo playing off of the company's name. Is this and, in person or over text? In person. Oh. At a, at a table, like, at a circular table. And I used, like, the company's name, but as an innuendo, because I'm like, when you use trivia names, it's always, like, something either, 
like something either like like beer drug related or mm-hmm. goofy sex naughty related. Yeah. So I'm just going for the joke and being clever. <laughs> but it comes off as naughty and I'm use like and so and I'm like with coworkers and I say like this blank whatever and the whole table just looks at me like Ugh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, what? No. <laughs> like, Wait, can you say it or is it too close to the... It's, it would, I would have to use this specific name and okay, it's not I, worth it. I'm going to ask you afterwards, though. <laughs> I will tell you. I will tell you afterwards. Oh, it was just... Man. I wanted to die immediately and st- again, still do every three months. I seriously think of that and I can see the faces of the people, especially the women, because th- because they're the ones who think I was malintention yeah you know the dudes ain't like i guess he's trying to yank me off at the at the trivia game but they're the ones who like who were really uncomfortable by it and i i think i see their faces in my brain Mm -hmm. when i hear me saying the when i'm like i just kill me right now is just kill me right now if there's any chance they still remember that Mm -hmm. yeah it's the worst oh dude yeah I, I don't know how we got to talking about that but no. anyway your mom you and your mom drop off the guy who should be banging your grandmother yes complete stranger and yes you you were gonna say uh so oh my mom she didn't even she because you were about I, I was to kill ra- this man I was, I, was, I was like it was the whole maniac and all that the neuroses that's what got us there yeah so I start going into kill mode like fuck this guy if he even comes at me we're gonna have an issue because we're in and I don't know the legality. I probably should have asked you before before you left. But he's in our house. That could be considered trespassing, <laughs> right? Yes, no, maybe, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> if, you, if you could say, uh, well, all right. <laughs> in short, Chris's corner of law. <laughs> yeah, in short, probably not. <laughs> he would have to be coming at me with something. You would have to feel threatened for your grandmother's or your life, depending on the intricacies. Oh, her life of, was threatened the entire time of the state. He was there. But if you're, it, it, you can't just go. He's in my house. That's that's the weird. Isn't that the thing? Like you can, you have to. You have somebody to be able could to walk and steal your TV, but if they're not there to harm you, you can't do anything. To that's them. right. You that's, can't. You can't use deadly force in defense of property. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so. He was, he was there trying to kill my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I go back in there and I just, because I also get very like, not paranoid, like in like conspiracy theories, but very over, overdone in what could potentially happen. I do too. Like the reason, luckily, the reason I don't fly off the handle and probably get into fights, even though I'm a grown fucking man <laughs> is for one, because I'm one, I'm trying to be a more adult person yeah but two and three which is probably way more outweighing <laughs> is i i'm concerned that like you said person will have a gun or knife because mm-hmm. a lot of people do yeah. apparently mm-hmm. uh or i'll get in trouble i'll yeah. get arrested i'll go to jail or somebody slips i'll lose they fall, it. hit their head they you're die in jail for the rest of your life yep i lose everything yep. that i've spent my yep. life that, that's where that's where a lot of it comes it's from. never that i'm gonna get beat up no it's always i'm gonna get in trouble or killed yep that's the only thing so uh so that happens i I talked to my mom and I'm losing it on the phone with her. I'm like, this guy's in our fucking house. What happens if he comes back? He could do something to you. He could fucking, you know, all this stuff. He knows where we live. I'm not there anymore because I don't live there. Like th- all this shit. I have, you know, m- enough money in the podcast studio. You have a brand new f- bike. Like all this stuff right. that could potentially go bad over some guy. He could have especially, friends. Especially for, <laughs> especially for a weird roofer. 
There's enough copper in your place alone to have all your walls oh, yeah. torn out. Oh, yeah. And it's just along those lines. And, like, all, all he's got to do is just hang around. So I'm, and this happened, what, a couple days ago? Like, yep. not even, like, barely a week ago. Yeah, so I'm still a little eh on the whole thing. But, right. but, and she so was you, like, and she's gotten, I love my mom to death, but she's gotten to this very, not hippy dippy, but we're all doing the best that we can. He's just doing the best that he can. He better he's have probably, him. you know, like, like just, just along those lines, like, he's, he's going to be fine. Like, no, he's not going to do anything. And if he does, oh, well, it was meant to happen. Like, along those lines. And I'm like, fucking, <laughs> there's so, a guy in our house. <laughs> so, yeah, you drop him off. And it wasn't until hours later that I realized I never asked you the follow-up mm-hmm. till I learned, because I texted you later on at night and went, by the way, how the fuck did she meet this guy? So where did you drop him off? So he had us drive him to a gas station to get a beer, and then he was going to have us drive him back to go see his son, who apparently lived around the corner from us. Oh, I don't even know this. So, yeah. Uh, so that's what we were supposed to do. So we go to uh, the Walgreens, and he goes and he comes out with a tea instead of a beer because they didn't sell singles or some <laughs> shit like that. And then he asked us to go drop him off at a gas station up the road. And we were like, what about your son? He was like, oh, no, I'll go see him later. I'm going to go get a single or what? some shit like that. Oh, he, he wanted you to drop him off at another gas station to get a beer. To go get a beer. But when we let him out, he just. So anyways, can I just say it? Yeah. He was fucking homeless. He's homeless. My my grandma the night before met him at a McDonald's and started talking and took him home. She picked up a homeless man. She picked up a goddamn homeless (laughs) roofer. (laughs) She didn't even pick him up that day. She picked him up the night before. So he was inside the McDonald's or outside the McDonald's? I don't know where he inside or out. She just went to McDonald's to get some food. Yeah, I don't even know why. Struck up a conversation with a homeless man or did she go shopping for someone? I don't know. She didn't go shopping for anyone. In my mind, I didn't know she picked them up at mcdonald's i knew you dropped them off at a gas station and it sounded like you were saying he lived there Mm -hmm. in my mind's eye like where my imagination took me is she drove by the homeless encampment at the gas station looking for some dick like (laughs) you'll do get in that would make (laughs) i wish she did more power to grab and then you guys took them back of like getting rid of the i forget what movie it is where they get rid of the dog (laughs) get out of here Get out of here, you stupid hobo. <laughs> I'm going to miss you, boy. <laughs> uh, was that Old Yeller? No. Yeah, what no, was it wasn't no. Old Yeller. No, he got shot. But you know what movie I mean. Red Fern? It could be Red. That sounds good. I don't know. Yeah, why not? Where the Red Fern grows. That book made me cry. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I think the dog... You had to read that for school, right? Yeah. And See I'm, what I mean? You're too sweet. No, no one else paid attention to the book. No, but, no, no, no. We, we read it in class. We were reading it in oh, class. Oh, this was last this, year. No. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in my college course for reading, and I'm sitting there crying in front of everybody. Yeah. But no, for, fourth grade, we had to read it in front of everybody, and I'm sitting there, and the 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 kids, uh, his, I'm not going to say his name, but he was a douche swimmer type personality. He was cool, skinny, had the muscles. He knew that he was hot shit type stuff, okay. and I'm sitting there just kind of like, because I think the dog died. Spoiler alert. The book's been out forever. <laughs> <laughs> so the dog died, and I'm sitting there just... And I think that my dog had just died too. We had to put him down because he started attacking shit. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and all the girls are crying and then I'm crying. <laughs> None of the other guys are crying. They're all laughing and they're laughing at me because I'm crying. And I'm sitting there just trying to like not look at him, but I'm looking at him like that, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah. So yeah, sw- by the way, swimmers were like, swimmers were a mystery to me. Like this, how do you feel comfortable in a Speedo? I swam for like, a little bit. You did? Of course yeah. you did. <laughs> Of course, but I mean, but I mean, at that age where you're so self-conscious, and they're just balls out, 
at the pool, I'd be like, man, I, it was not that guy. They got they got a piece on him. They got a piece on him and a body. Or they don't. Or they don't have a piece on him. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you drop off the homeless man at the gas station, and he just wandered off. Yeah, he went and hung out with the other homeless men. He just literally walked right in front of us. And as I got out, because I was sitting in the back seat, and I let him sit in the front, because if he, in my head, see, I, yo, he was king of the homeless. That he walked up, boys. I got a story to tell, and I and I told him, and I and I told him when I when we were doing the when I let him out, and we I was like, hey, you know, I know that my grandma says you're more than welcome. You're not more than welcome. I you said that to him. Yeah. I was like, I don't know who you are. You've been nothing but kind to me and my mother since we've met you. And I really appreciate that. But I can't be having you back at that house because I don't know you. Yeah. And I can't have anything happen to my mom or my grandmother. So I'd appreciate it if you just left it alone. And what did he say? He was like, all right, yeah. But he kind of he kind of gave me like how you were like the whole top dog thing. He kind of gave me like the the look like, oh, you ain't like. You like, ain't shit, kid. Yeah. And I was like, I'll. I'll fucking break your neck he right gave you a look now. like if i don't fuck that old lady i will gonna fuck he that can old lady. fuck my grandma all no i'm just saying no no, he, no i'm just saying for him i would if he would have said that if he would have told me to i was like i don't care if you fuck my grandma just don't do it at the house <laughs> just wait for her to come pick you up grandma if she needs some dick <laughs> she's old she's wait only got minute. so many years in her now we, sa- <laughs> we sound like two parents talking about our talking about our kids drinking or being alone in their bedroom honey <laughs> Honey, wouldn't you feel safer if she did it in our house <laughs> under our roof? <laughs> no, because that's not under my roof. <laughs> that's under my mom's roof. But she's out in the alleyway and, she, you know, that's more dangerous. She's got a truck, though. Just lock the doors. What, what you should do is you should uh. pick him up for supervised visits where you got to be in the house. Doors open, kids. <laughs> Close the door and just. <laughs> and if you have sex, I'm watching. Not because I want to. Because I have to. You got to make sure no funny business goes on. You'll hate me now, but you'll love me when you get older. I, Grandma, I know you feel like you're in love now, and this guy's going to be around forever. But when you get older, when you're in college and you meet the right guy, you're going to be glad that I was so strict with you. So when you went home, she was upset. Oh, she... Cause out of all out of all the family, I'm the only. I was her like her golden. You were, oh, you were the one that she thought understood her. Yeah, a lot, a lot of it I do, of course. But now she feels like you don't. Oh yeah, because because here's the thing with my grandma. She's like I said, good days, bad days, but also too at the this end. This is of, like this plot of Titanic. <laughs> I, rich, I like well-to-do girl. <laughs> Who is in this posh lifestyle and this this scrub <laughs> bottom of the deck guy? Yep. She falls in love and no one will let it happen. Ah oh, man, it's just because my mom didn't even know that he was homeless until I told her. Until after <laughs> we dropped him off. Oh my god. Yeah, and then and then also what did too he, he he had got he did the, like two days before or whatever he had gotten uh, he had gotten arrested for two misdemeanors or something that he said were bullshit. Which by the way, I don't even know why you would tell somebody that when they're dropping you off and you just left their house that you were trying to fight two misdemeanors for trespassing well <laughs> well he's homeless and he and he went to two convenience stores to buy beer and hang out with other homeless dudes instead of visiting his son which i don't even know if he has a son but he, he might not he might not have a son <laughs> maybe that's how the misdemeanors came into play Bre- <laughs> breaking and entering that's bullshit <laughs> i'm visiting bullshit. my son I'm visiting my son 
<laughs> so, so, um, fucking drop him off, get back home. I know that I know that my grandma's gonna be pissed off at my mom. That's kind of like how their dynamic is, and yeah. which which is why my mom, I think, is very like. Well, the child, oh, you know. the child eventually raises the parent. Yeah, and um, so that's happening, and she's just pissed and i'm just like okay my mom she's better at handling this than i am yep because i i with with loving grandma and like she's all i'm perfect with but i don't want to see my grandma shit talk my mom right because i'm that's when i'll step into grandma i love you to death but go fuck yourself this is my mom yeah i don't care that she's your daughter that's my mom fuck you get your tits out of here (laughs) yeah get your get your well to do tits out of my face you got the you've been knocked out of the top spot (laughs) you only got the second best tits in this house get out yep so i i hear him yelling and then i hear grandma just start losing it so i'm like Like crying or yelling yelling no she she's not like she there's a lot of makeup to keep on yeah i know yeah you can't cry yeah that's it's a good expensive cry yeah (laughs) liz taylor and if you do cry you look at the floor when you cry so it just drips from your eyelashes so you just gotta change the eyelashes good point so um she's screaming she's screaming and my mom and she's just kind of like it's okay it's okay and i walk in to go stand behind my mom and she does this and you here. Did she say it like Vince McMahon like that? Oh, yeah. You're fired. She gave it to you. Yeah. Okay. You know how she has like the little chair and the little like. She's got big eyes, too. So it's probably imposing when she did it. Have you ever seen Emperor's New Groove? No, but I want to. My grandma is Yzma. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll look it up. Well, well I'm telling you. Uh, so it's so she looks at me and she goes, and you, you're dead to me. I thought you <laughs> fucking loved me. You're dead dead to me <laughs> and oh i'm like and i'm like what grandma and i'm looking at her like oh yeah oh you're saying that? <laughs> yeah i'm match i'm matching her <laughs> my her i'm matching her crazy with my crazy i'm like oh i'm dead to you yeah. oh okay so that because <laughs> you know what she's forgotten is that she's gonna need those jammers put away <laughs> <laughs> i i know that she's well, I gonna... I dead to you grandma <laughs> homeless guy's not gonna help you put your bra on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... i can't put your knockers away i'm dead remember uh, Same weekend at Bernie's Grandma Zebra. Yep. So uh here. So there's there's Yzma real quick. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. That, oh my god. My grandma's Yzma for Emperor's really, New Year. Really, really is. Okay. So <laughs> So so you're matching her crazy. I'll see you crazy and I'll raise you crazy. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh and I just I gave her that look like Oh, really? <laughs> I, I'm dead to you? Yeah. I was like, good. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. And so it was just that back and forth, and and because uh, also oh this, this actually let me go back a little bit to pre you know to give a little bit beforehand okay because I'm walking through before she before because I'm walking away because I walk back in and I'm walking away and she's she's like oh so and this is before she's like super pissed at us yeah and she was like oh so what'd you think of this that and the other thing and i was like did you like him yeah really she was like did you like him i was like no he shouldn't have been in our house she was like <gasps> landon what like she was super surprised and i was like right. no and then like she started like digging like why he did and i was like he was a stranger i don't know him he could have he was like you bring strangers all the time i was like they're not strangers like I know them, they're just strangers to you. Right. He's a stranger to everybody. And then she she digs a little bit. I'm like, Grandma, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this right now. And she's like, Okay. And that's when it really kicked off. I see. And so that was the first time that I've ever I've ever been like super short with my grandmother. And like I'm not fuck because I even said I'm not fucking doing this right now. Mm-hmm. 
And then that whole thing, and then the whole, you're dead to me. Mm. I was like, eek. So. Has it blown over since then, or is this? She, the- she hasn't talked to my mom, and I haven't been back to the house yet. <laughs> well, so. I can't wait to record the next story. <laughs> yeah, but, but podcast. So, folks, stay tuned. The saga continues. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find out what happens, tune into the Oh Yeah Bub podcast like two Thursdays from now. Two Thursdays from now. And you will hear at least an abbreviated When's update. this one coming out? I'm going to try to get this out tomorrow morning. Okay. Uh, if so, not, it'll be out Friday morning. When you're done listening to this one, go click over to the OYB, comedy bre- OYB Podcast Comedy Breakdown. That's right. And you can see what our faces look like right after we saw it. Go on, go on YouTube and and actually watch it there, or you know, I'll put a I'll put the link to the to the thing in the episode description. Yep. And with all that, also you know, so go check that out. You can see Chris and I try and gather ourselves in the composure and everything. The very funny, <laughs> the very funny newcoming superstar Landon Webb. Thank you so much for sharing this story. This is you were you were worried, <laughs> you were worried because you're new into comedy. And you haven't done a ton of hell gigs that yeah. you wouldn't have a good bomb diary story. <laughs> Boy, were you mistaken! Oh man! And there was there was two of them that I thought that we were going to cover that we didn't even cover. They're not they're, next time. Next time, baby. <laughs> next time. Start of one of many podcasts in the future. So it's always a pleasure recording with you. Usually, uh, usually you're on this side of the mic. I know, so it just feels so weird. I, I, <laughs> it feels so i very so much appreciate you coming out thanks thanks again man we'll Dude, talk to you soon thank you appreciate it later you need cooling baby i'm not fooling i'm gonna send you back to schooling